Polar Star Podcast. Hey, I'm Murph, and this is Top Tree State, a show that highlights the people behind the businesses of Maine's cannabis industry. I'm here in the Polar Star podcast studio in South Portland, Maine. Sitting across from me is my good friend Lee Nason and producer extraordinaire here at Polar Star Podcast. What's going on, Lee? Not much. How you doing, Murph? I'm doing great. Excited to get into this episode with nurse practitioner Anne-Marie of Vetted Cannabis. Anne-Marie's uh, and her whole family are good friends of mine. Lee, what did you think of this episode? I thought it was great. It was really good to have her on and to hear about the medical side, you know, strictly medical from a nurse practitioner who's prescribing this to patients. Right. Yeah. Great company, Vetted. Check them out. Without any further delay, here is nurse practitioner Anne-Marie of Vetted Cannabis. Before we get to the interview, I wanted to let you know that we are brought to you by Polar Star Podcasts, bringing you community conversations by highlighting the people, ideas, and industries that make Maine so unique. Please visit PolarStarPodcasts.com and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor or creating a show of your own, email PolarStarPodcasts at gmail.com or reach out through the website. Again, that's PolarStarPodcast.com. And we are here at Top Tree State with nurse practitioner Anne-Marie of Vetted Cannabis. How are you today? Very well. Excited. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, sure. So uh, let's start at the beginning of your um, journey into the cannabis industry. Like, What brought you into this? I must give credit to my daughter, Meredith, um, my husband. They started cultivating, let's say, six years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, She was dually, she was also a nurse at the time in Massachusetts and began a relationship with her husband, who's now uh, actually, they're just starting to separate at this time, which is sad to say. But six years ago, they they had a relationship and they were going into the cultivation and um, it started in um, Scarborough, Maine. And from there, they launched um, with my husband, um, found property in Sanford, Maine. And that was the the big commercial um, cultivation facility that we have now. Mm -hmm. So it went from growing for dispensaries to actually establishing our own patient office. And that happened in December of just um, 19. Just seven months ago, we opened our own patient office in Sanford. And um, as experienced cultivators, uh, now it was time to see if we could... um, help patients, um, educate the patients, empower the patients to become the drivers of their own healthcare relative to cannabis use. That's and, great. Uh, so yeah. did you, were you a nurse before? Yes, this? yes, yes, yes. So I've been a nurse practitioner for more than 30 years. I retired from a career with the Veterans Administration and then became acquainted with the cannabis science. And um, because I was familiar with cultivating. It was time to take on the science of it all. And mm-hmm. um, But frankly, I'm no cannabis expert. I pride myself on helping patients to learn more about cannabis, the mm-hmm. science of cannabis, so that they can become familiar and informed and make the decisions for their own right. um, liking, you know? So with the, like, writing prescriptions, 
say from like as a nurse writing pharmaceutical prescriptions what's the different like mm-hmm. aspect of like writing a prescription for a, a certain strain or something sure it's a great question so as a nurse practitioner certainly i was prescribing for years all kinds mm-hmm. of things um, i purposely don't prescribe cannabis to the patient I meet with them one-on-one, discuss their ailments, their conditions that they're seeking relief from. Mm -hmm. And then I share some of the science of what chemicals can uh, have what effects. So um, going in depth on terpenes, cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. um, And then showing them, because we test um, the flower that we have, we can show what strains have what chemicals and then help them to better decide on what strain is best for that condition. Right. Um, I guess the emphasis is back on the patient because they could have many conditions, you know, mm-hmm. um, heartburn and anxiety and low back pain. And really, it's their anxiety that's their priority. But I wouldn't right. know that. They're the ones to decide that. Yeah. And then you aim for a strain that's best for treating anxiety. Hmm. Are you in the store every day, like ready to help people when they come in? So I'm there Tuesdays through Fridays. I was there seven days from the uh, (laughs) initiation of our, since December, but come um, March, April is when I started to back off a few days. So I do um, issue medical cannabis cards. Mm -hmm. I do perform health assessments. I do uh, review medications and do a medication reconciliation with the patient so that they know what cannabinoids can affect, you know, interact with what medications. That's cool. Um, You can give med cards to people right when they come into your place and yes. so if they walk into vetted without a med card they can walk out of there the only qualifier they must be a main resident i cannot issue to non-main okay. residents and um, we also issue free medical cards to main veterans hmm. so they're the the of all the charities we've chosen veterans to give back to for all of their um, sacrifices compromise they've made for the all of us. Yeah, so. for sure. That's yeah. great. Um, do you smoke? Can I can I ask you? Do you do you I smoke? I rarely do. Rarely smoke. Rarely do. Was it like a? Was there ever like a felt like a taboo thing getting oh, into sure. cannabis mm-hmm. from? Yeah. Yeah. So I can tell you just um, from working with the Veterans Administration, it's federally illegal to prescribe cannabis. So mm-hmm. I was going from an environment where it was prohibited to prescribe. Um, to now um, a time in my life where I'm trying to become more acquainted with, more in- informed about the cannabis effects and its uses and dosing. It's it's not standardized, so it's a tricky business to get into. Right, because um, how can you tell someone to smoke a joint or uh, smoke one nug? And, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. So it's, it's very difficult um, without that standard... Um, testing with, mm-hmm. with human studies. There's been plenty of rodent studies and animal studies in the U.S., but there's no human studies. We have to look to other countries like Israel, the U.K., and, and Canada for those uh, human studies. Um, but I'm still uh, hoping that we can just impart the knowledge that we have, mm-hmm. my daughter being the registered nurse and myself the nurse practitioner, onto the patient so that they become more informed, they ask more questions, they seek out more right. information, and then they become the drivers of their, you know, right. the selections. So Vetted is a family-run business. It is. Yes, it is. Uh, or, uh, how, how is that, like, 
you know, when you leave the 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 work the workflow Place. and go home, is that is does the work come with you? It does. Yeah. I guess there's never a time where it's totally turned off. Yeah. Um, um, I can't deny that there's blood, sweat, and tears that goes into um, cultivating For uh, sure. cannabis. You know, there's so much. There's um, certainly the cloning or from seeds, the growing, the lighting, the environmental mm-hmm. controls, the watering, the nutrients, um, curing. There's, there's, there's plenty of steps right there. And then after it's processed to know um, what strains have what chemicals, there's the testing that you have to pay to have that done. And then you have to market yourselves and, and publicize yourselves. And and there's been there's been shortcomings as well that we've come up, you know, we've fallen short on many times. And aside from the blood, sweat, and tears that we put into it, we come away some days kicking, screaming, and spitting. So I want you to know that that's a reality too. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. It's real. It's real. Yeah. Um, you know. What uh what are you guys doing to prepare for the rec market? We really want to fulfill our role in the medical side of things. Yeah, so it's, it's we're, we're trying to um uh, convince the patients the need for the information, the need for the science, the need for the testing. There's there's no hard feelings for those that are purely going to use for recreational needs. That's that's a whole another reason to partake. But if you're seeking to use cannabis for a particular symptom relief, you want to know which chemical is going to achieve that relief or you're wasting mm-hmm. your time and your money. Right. And you're having a false hope of an outcome that won't occur. Mm-hmm. So I, both my daughter and I are trying to bring that information to people so that they can learn, don't make that same mistake and buy the same right. product that's not going to bring about the results they're seeking. Yeah. Um, we hope by, um, our, we chose the name vetted as a way of being transparent to people. When you vet something, you've, you've authenticated it, you've reviewed it, you've mm-hmm. done a background check. So we invite people to do that of us. Um, that's right, we're family owned and uh, we operate. You'll see my husband putting up screen doors or, um, it's real. <laughs> you know, we said the, the front steel door needed a screen door. We yep. want to get in and out quickly. It's too hot, blah, blah. <laughs> the next moment he's out there in the middle of patients coming and going, putting up a screen get door. Get it done. Get it done. Get it done. Um, but by, by testing our product, by being transparent, you know, having our credentials mounted mm-hmm. on the wall, proving that I'm not a witch doctor, that right. I'm a tr- nurse practitioner. Show no, I love that background that you have. That is in it's it's very honest and you know it's very scientific. Uh, well, let's take pause there. Is it not scientific? It is scientific, but I'm no expert. So, right. So I'm continuing to learn. I'm continuing on my journey of education in regards mm-hmm. to cannabis. The science behind it is enormous. Um, there are new discoveries still mm-hmm. and will continue. And so staying abreast is, is not easy. Right. And um, so that's one thing I say and declare to people. I'm no expert, but I hope to become one. Yeah. But join me on that journey is my, right. is my plea. You yeah. know, come along with me. Let's learn together. Right. You know? I feel like I'm along with you on that journey. I follow you on Instagram and all your po- your posts are very informative. They're great. Well, thank you. I, I, I think that that's something that the scene needs more is uh, m- like medical professionals saying like how th- what they think about it. Right. Right. Um, well, I can only share what 
what I know. And right. um, I hope that I am sharing the sources of the information when I do make reference to something. Um, because I even ask my patients to come away with the question, says who? You should mm -hmm. feel comfortable in saying to someone, well, says who when they tell you something? Right. Where did that information come from? What's right. the source? So who do you get your product tested by? Um, Nelson Analytics and Kenny Bunk. Um, that's where we get the yeast mold, um, heavy metals, and cannabinoids and terpenes. But we have to make the drive to Portland for Proverdi to do the um, pesticides. Okay. Yeah. Are you... Uh are you finding that, like, some strains are more popular in uh, that you're prescribing more regularly, or not prescribing, but like um, telling people to? I can see. Um, there's for mental health reasons. There's definitely a need. There's the ADDs. Well, let me not use acronyms. There's attention deficit disorder, attention deficit hyperactive disorder. Um, post-traumatic stress disorder. There, there are strains that are better for some of those things than others, anxiety, mm -hmm. depression, strains. That, and then there's a whole shift of patients that need assistance with sleep and pain. Um, pain comes from a, a variety of sources, autoimmune, um, from traumatic injuries. It's, it's, pain is also as vast as far as the, mm -hmm. the origin of pain. But people usually are coming with those problems, a mental health complaint or a pain sleep complaint. Yeah. Those are the big uh, majority. Do you think that at some point in the future, hospitals or you know doctors will be able to prescribe cannabis? Or do you think this will stay in just cannabis world? Well, I think the um, federal, um, see, currently it's a Schedule 1. It, Cannabis is a Schedule One drug, mm -hmm. um, equal to some heroin that has no medical yeah. efficacy. We say you, the right. term is efficacy. Um, until that's released legally, you know, down yeah. to a Schedule Two, so that the National Institute for Health could allow grants, funding federal funding grants to study cannabis. I think it's a couple years away at least. I'll, I'm going to guess three years away before it's uh, federally legal. Um, there have been some politicians, Rand Paul and um, Cory Booker, that, that had put together some. Um, uh, it was a bill formation in regards to cannabis uh, becoming a Schedule II. Uh, there were lots of other things in the bill, but it didn't move along fast enough. And that's and federally, that's not by state? Right, federally. Yeah. We need it federally yeah. first. Because federally is where the federal funds come for research grants. Mm -hmm. You can have private investors, Murph, but who's got the money to give to a scientist to study cannabis? This is, this is right. going to be... You know, in the hundred thousands to million dollar grants, yeah, and uh, to do some human studies, and um, so we're, I, I think we're. They can study me. I'll blaze. Yes, <laughs> I'm a willing a volunteer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got one one subject one, to be studied. Yeah. Um, well, and also, no, all kidding aside, even if one study is completed, that study has to be replicated. Yeah. and then peer reviewed. So, say you you were the study, which is a very small sample size that would not, yeah. <laughs> it would fail as far as federal right. funding. You need to have a large sample size. Mm -hmm. um, and then another scientist has to have an opportunity to 
to duplicate your study, to replicate it, and again, to authenticate your outcome mm -hmm. is, is, is going to repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. And then a peer review, an outsider has to come in and then look and see that it was done in accordance to total objectivity, that there's no bias, that it's not your strain, your mode of cannabis, you know, inhalation versus edibles, topicals. Yeah. It's, it's so vast that um, I can see we're some years away. Yeah, the studies on that, because the variables are so vast. Even, exactly. in ju even just if it was just me, day-to-day, -day, if I smoked the same strain today or smoked it tomorrow, I might feel different because of how I'm feeling that day. Well, well and the control group, did, was it grown by the same grower in the same environment, indoors, outdoors, nutrients? You have to mm -hmm. control everything. Yeah. You know, inhalation, was it by, you know... There's so many things that you have to consider. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, while we await this federal legalization, it's legal in the state of Maine, and now we just have to get our hands around some science that can avail to us, science coming from Israel, UK, Canada, and apply it to what we do know. Mm -hmm. And be honest and frank with the patients, this is without guarantee or certainty, because there's no standardization in dosing in human studies. However, what we've learned to date is this, thus and such. Yeah. So see how it affects you. Do you think that if there was, like, if you were to make, like, distillate pills or something, that that maybe would be a more accurate study to be able to do? I don't. Um, the distillate, it too, comes from flour. From, so the original source, right. you've got to have it all controlled. It was mm -hmm. the original source. Was it well water? Was it city water? Was it an indoor-outdoor? Was it a... You have to control everything. LED lights versus, you know, HPS. Yep. Every single element of the growing right. part has to be controlled yeah. and replicated. And then we got to get into, right, what was the dose of that distillate that we used? Was it, how much was it? Right. There are so many variables, it's very difficult to get your arms around. I know, it's a lot. There's so much it, to do in this industry, yeah. you know? However, I think, I think patients are learning, though, plant-based, it's, it's mm -hmm. uh, pure, it's, it's clean, versus conventional medicine, which is, right. you know, big pharma is also introducing fillers to your medication, you know? Mm -hmm. Much of the medication may be, let's say, acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, but there may be a need to put in some additional fillers to to complete that um, tablet or that pill form or that gelatin. Yeah. So I can tell you with cannabis, it's a plant-based um, medication. So it is coming from a clean start in that way. Mm -hmm. So you trust cannabis more than... For for some for most ailments, you obviously you switched industries yeah. because you back cannabis. Well, I've seen some of the side effects from conventional medicines. Yeah, you know they target the ailment, but they kind of just keep you sick, don't they? Well, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I I have to say I've prescribed and believed in the mm -hmm. intent of the medication. It's just that there's side effects. There right. are, there are outcomes on the liver or the kidneys from years of use mm -hmm. of conventional medicines. Um, but then I need to take pause and say we haven't really studied it long term for cannabis use. So there's there's another window of opportunity to examine that further as well. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back with Anne-Marie. 
with nurse practitioner Anne Marie from Vetted. Um, so we were talking about your company and what sets Vetted apart. Hmm. So we are experienced cultivators. We constructed a newly constructed building specifically for cannabis cultivation, and it has uh, plastic walls, for example. It has so that you can spray wash it. Hmm. Um, after harvest. Um, we have a full camera system inside the grow area, so it certainly helps with security. Mm-hmm. But separate to that, we allow that same camera system to be viewed by all patients that come into the patient office so that they can see if we're cloning, if we're harvesting, you know, in real time what's happening, but more importantly that there's no insects, vermin, or pesticides being right. sprayed, right? I love that you use the word transparent because that's exactly what that is. Well, you'd, you'd be amazed. Patients want to stand there with their arms crossed and they want to see what's happening. Right. They, they really want to know how this as product... As they should. Yes. Because yeah. they can't really do that with pharmaceutical drugs. Exactly. They want to see where it is. came from, who's doing it to their product, mm-hmm. um, where is it being done. So we constructed the building uh, specifically, the lighting, the radiant flooring, the auto watering, so that you can see these things, these devices. Radiant flooring? Yeah, it's a heated floor. Wow, Imagine nice. that. Yeah, you can lay down, you won't need a blanket. <laughs> um, so aside from constructing the building, and then we rolled up our sleeves and uh, began growing. That means, you know, mm-hmm. with, with cocoa for soil and and cloning, and like I said, and trimming and... Um, pruning and you name it we would be there late at night doing all of that and what sets us apart is we're a one-stop shop so a patient today can come now that we have the patient office open Mm -hmm. they can come they can be issued a medical card they can be told it's okay just let's have access to cannabis you don't even have to make a decision today and you're not beholden to us but here you have legal access for the coming year you get a card um, we've also begun to educate the patients. We pride ourselves on those three mantras. It's we want to uh, cultivate, educate, and medicate. That's our thing. That's our gig. So we cultivate. We actually do it. Blood, mm-hmm. sweat, and tears, I've told you already. Yeah. Educate. We take the time. We're asking the patients what medication profile they have, who's their doctor, what's, and then what's their ailment they're seeking relief from. And then the test results, we go to Nelson's Analytics and Kennebunk with our strains and mm-hmm. have them tested. And those printouts are what we use as the drivers to help the patient find what's best suited for them. Mm-hmm. So then you get a readout of what it says. Is this is the THC, this is the CBD, this is the CBG, and, yes, you know. Yeah. So what do each of those, what, what would you say, okay. like, the CBD be good for and what would like difference? Okay, I'll of, give you a, a mini. Um, so if we had a strain and it would say how much THC, so let's say less than 15% is, you know, a moderate amount above mm-hmm. 15% is getting into the higher amount. Now, 10 milligrams of THC or less is a great anti-anxiety. It, it can be a, a anti-spasmodic. Now, when you get higher, it's going to be sedative. So as you get higher and higher with the THC, it's more sedating. But lower doses, it's a bronchodilator. Did you know an asthmatic with a very little dose of THC can open the airways? Hmm. Astonishing. Um, CBG, it's it's a great analgesic. It's a pain reliever. It's an antidepressant, CBG. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's great for prostate cancer. Who would have known? Wow. Yeah. Um, so what strain, do you have any strains on the shelf that are good? Well, a matter of fact, CBG is... Um, 
is is it's a actually a hard thing to find in no, plants. No, no, CBG is more more common than CBD in strains. Mm. CBD is harder to find in strains, really? believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but CBG there's um, just so many um, effects that CBG can have, and then the CBD that's also a, it's an anticonvulsant. It's a um, antidepressant. Um, CBD's got so many uses as well. Um, I'm thinking of the terpenes. Now you're getting into a whole nother family of chemicals. Do you guys cultivate CBD plants alongside not, THC plants or no? Not straight CBD, no. no. Um, there are, we've had a THC CBD. I can tell mm-hmm. you that we talk about that yeah. because there's a need for that. Yeah. Um, harder to find that single strain that's a pure CBD, mm-hmm. excluding hemp. Right. Oh, hemp. You can you can seek your CBD by way of hemp. Right. And there's terpenes. There's so much. But setting us apart is that we're striving, Murph, to find those strains that are best for certain conditions, like mm-hmm. anything with lemon, lemon meringue, uh, uh, super lemon haze. Lemon has limonene in it mm-hmm. and linalool, and these are terpenes that are great for anxiety. They're anti-anxiety. So those are more sativa-based. They are. Right. But even to teach the patient that those phytocannabinoids, like limonene, is even in a lemon, like mm-hmm. a lemon. So lemon water can have some anti-anxiety right. properties, not just cannabis. Right. Yeah, you see a lot of fake terpenes around, like in like carts and stuff. Do you guys make carts? We send ours to a lab in Hollis. Pama Lab is the lab that we use mm-hmm. um, for our cartridges to be made. Um, but we did have a cartridge compounded for us. Uh, it's named Be Merry for Anxiety. It was a super lemon haze. Uh, named after your daughter? It is. <laughs> nice. You betcha. Um, but that's that's a cartridge that's not be soupy in the head or be sedated. It's to be merry. When the dread of anxiety has you with palpitations, with dry mouth, with the tapping foot because you can't think straight mm-hmm. that's when you need to take a chemical that's gonna not sedate you right not not have you lose your cognitive place but calm you and mm-hmm. that's what the cartridge does be merry and that's from a super lemon haze strain you could use a lemon meringue strain you could use there are many ways to get there for say anti-anxiety cbg cbd limonene linalool Lots of these chemicals have great anti-anxiety properties. So it's finding the strain that maximizes that. Um, The entourage effect is when the strain takes in all its chemicals Mm -hmm. It's versus a soloist. If you think about it in a band, a soloist, if you take out a single distillate out of a strain. If it was just THC. Exactly. You're not getting the full effects, but when you bring the whole entourage, when you bring the whole band together mm-hmm. instead you of get the soloist, full sound. Now you're getting the the full benefit mm-hmm. of what you're seeking. You know, and many of these chemicals need the benefit of the other partner. THC and CBD are a great marriage. Right. They kind of um, bolster each other. They're right. Like booster rockets for each other. Yeah. Um, in isolation, they don't work so well. Is it? I, I've heard that. It, do you need THC in your system for the CBD to activate? If you were to take no. just CBD, not full spectrum, just the CBD, would you still get the same benefits? So again, I'm no expert. From what I know about CBD, you need a high dose. You need 10 to 20 milligrams a kilogram for mm-hmm. its maximum effect. So it's a weight-based chemical, CBD. Yep. 
However, if you give just a small dose of THC along with CBD, it can decrease that CBD dose requirement tenfold. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. So, but if you didn't know that, that's why just giving a little bit. Right. But, but what I've found, patients oftentimes use THC to the extreme. Yeah. And they bypass so many of the other medicinal effects of THC, antispasmodic, antidepressant, bronchodilator. They've mm-hmm. blown way past that into the peak sedation, right. into the high dose of THC. Right. I have to be honest, when I smoke, I want to smoke an indica and I want to just kind of hang out on the couch. But I like, <laughs> I want to use it for the medical side and I, you know, I want to learn more about what it can do for me in my body right. instead of just being... Um, I mean, we can put down a horse, Murph, yeah. you know? But um, It's just going to take th- like a really big blunt. <laughs> <laughs> for this horse. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's, and it's your goal, not my goal. Right. And that's, that's what's important to be heard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what you take away and learn from all of this moving right. forward, because you can make purchases of cannabis all over the country now. So it's best that you walk away with the information. Yeah. So do you have, you have a lot of like returning customers that, cause I feel like you just like educate people. They're like, oh, well, I got to go back. Well, we are finding that we're having that and we're pleased about that, that yeah. there is a return now. Um, I think people feeling a level of trust with us that first we say, hey, listen, we trip up. So we want your vote of confidence. Tell us when we do. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel comfortable in telling us when we do, then we're going to lose you. So that's why it's more reason to speak about it today before we trip up yeah and have your vote of confidence that just speak freely right and um i think uh, patients are starting to feel comfortable and saying hey that really worked but this didn't yeah that really but i it wasn't enough okay let's look at what we're missing out of this do Um, you find that sometimes like a customer will really like a strain and then do you guys like cycle through strains or you don't like have one available anymore and it or like we sometimes yes yeah. I, I can't deny that sometimes it disappoints us too when yeah. when something goes I mean, so you kind of got to switch it up you yeah. can't just have the same things all the time but I, I can tell you the patients seem to like a variety yeah um do you have a hot selling strain I think the the lemons are a big uh, popular uh, mm-hmm. again um mental health uh, things are yeah are, sativas I feel like are good for that mental could, health the like concentrates the, are more indicas yeah. I can tell you that that yeah. people are usually seeking the high highs on those the concentrates yes, yeah sir. uh-huh so you guys make uh your product into concentrates as well yes a lab pama yeah. lab pama labs. yes yep yeah they it, do good work for they sure. certainly do yeah. we're lucky to have them on our yeah. side you know they're a great ally to have yep pama lab it's a great community that's yeah. it's everyone's helping each other and oh there's so many there's fabulous growers yeah. um there are people that really care you know and i can tell you just sanford is such a family-based community is there a lot of other stores in Sanford do you have a lot like is there competition down there yeah, we can't have retail stores in Sanford just yet but there's eight licensed uh, cultivation sites and uh, some fabulous uh, cultivators um, wisely afterglow um, Isaac there's yeah there's some mm-hmm. great 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 talented growers in so the you don't have a re- it's not a retail store no, we're a patient office. Oh, Sanford will not allow sense. retail stores. Sanford will not allow signage. So I can tell you there's many a complaint about vetted not having signage to 
help with wayfinding. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, I wish we could, but the city won't allow it. Kind of a gray area where you get to, because you you have people in and you give them a med card and then you're their caregiver. So legally you can... It's like a patient office. If you went to your doctor's office. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that I won't be performing any procedures and prescribing any medications, uh, giving injections or things like that. Right. But I will want to know what's troubling you and how can we find the right cannabis treatment for you. That's great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So you're located in Sanford. Is there anything else you want to talk like plug about that your business right now and, and, and I think the community itself of Sanford is is um it's just uh, a close-knit many people know one another um there's a big Facebook following for Sanford mm-hmm. and uh you hear when patients pull up that it's not rare for someone to roll down the window and holler over to the next vehicle to say, "Hey, so and so, blah blah." Of course, <laughs> up, bud? Yep. Um, today we had two um, patients that had just purchased new puppies, and they were talk- They got out of their car, and they're talking to one another. It was just beautiful to watch. That has you know, it been weird having people in there now that it's cur- like it's all curbside. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. We can't allow patients to come into the patient office right now mm-hmm. because um, the experience is less than what it would be or yeah. should be. But it is a beautiful thing that people are caring for one another and just just saying hello to one another and uh, right there in the parking lot. Right. It's that's that's kind yeah, of that's telling of the see. community. Yeah. You know, it's not people are not um, in their boundaries or they're not that's shrouded by their open and they're looking side to side who's here at vetted yeah. who are you who are, you know <laughs> yeah. and uh so i think that's wonderful and it's um veterans i usually point out a veteran to another veteran i'll say this is an army veteran and they'll start talking nice you know what rank what year what yeah. was their mos and um that's another beautiful thing to do you get a lot of veterans with the name vetted is that kind of like go- uh, well that is our aim um you know veterans are the ones we've chosen to give back to and why not? I mean, for all they've done and do for us, sure, um, yeah. men and women in uniform, we give them free medical cards. We issue free medical cards, and we give them a 20% discount lifelong. But more than that, it's I've worked in the VA for 37 years. My daughter did for 10 years in the VA. So we, we know the VA walk. We know the VA story. Mm-hmm. We were privileged to take care of them. So we let them know that, and they share some of their experiences at the VA. We were there. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Or It's just we... That's nice that you're helping the veterans, too, because I feel like veterans have a lot of, you know... You get that PSTD. You get the... Anxiety. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. And um, the anxiety and all that stuff that, you know... Ten, five, ten years ago, you wouldn't be able to just say, "Hey, like, try this strain." Right. You know. Well, we were thinking um, there are many veterans that you know maybe just using street weed for and to give them free access. That's mm-hmm. just they're not beholden to us. Let's give veterans free access, main veterans, and they can begin their journey to learn and find the right treatment for them. And it's just uh, it's it's just great, Murph. You know, we're a family, and we say you know. 
the, the patients love it when I say, oh, there's my daughter and here's her dog coming yeah. over and my husband's putting up the screen door and, yeah. you know, people are just loving that. We're just common people. It's a main thing. You want to see the family. Yeah, then, that's that's all. Yeah. It's just real. It's just, you know. So your daughter, you've got a, a granddaughter. Yes. How's she doing? She's doing great. And we also compounded a cartridge Named after her. You bet. Ivy League. It's uh, high in CBD and THC, and it's for sleep and pain. Yeah. And it's called Ivy League. And the reason we said Ivy League, it's when conventional medicines don't help you with pain, now you're into the big leagues. And academically, when you get into the big leagues, it's the Ivy League, mm -hmm. you know? So, and her name's Ivy. Yeah. How would you feel if she, like, when she grows up and she starts getting a you know, she obviously she's been around cannabis her whole life. That's true. Is she gonna she's gonna start smoking? Is it like, do you, do you what do you do there? Do you so like, we're gonna educate her um, early on mm -hmm. about the healthy effects of cannabis right. and and how to ensure that it's healthy and and some checks for her to learn. You know, has yeah. has the product been tested? Ask questions. Where where is it coming from? Right. Yeah, um, educating the youth so they don't grow up wanting to abuse it. Exactly. Don't go into the extremes. Let's see yeah. what the benefits are at a lower dose and right. and, and work from there, mm -hmm. you know. That's our aim. No, we're not putting our head in the sand, Murph. We're, we're here to stay. We're experienced <laughs> cultivators, and now we're loving being on the other side of this, um, guiding the patient, mm -hmm. the consumer, to seek out a healthy, clean, safe plant-based medication yeah and uh that's a beautiful thing it is yeah it really is yeah well i appreciate you a lot for coming in um everybody that comes on the show gets a, a gift so i have something for you Woohoo! it is a vhs titanic oh wow uh, this 11 academy awards uh-huh and uh i i'm a huge leo fan <laughs> that's for you well thank you you're I think welcome that's so wonderful i'll think of you as i watch titanic <laughs> doing the uh, thank you i appreciate much. you thank no, you thanks for the opportunity it was really privileged to be here today and get our word and our name out yeah and, uh, thanks murph and helping us in our journey i appreciate you <laughs>